0: Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Sharlow. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Janie Charlo, your host, and I am co-hosting today with the handsome Russell Bruce. Why, thank you, gorgeous. <laughs> Alright, so on today's podcast, we are actually talking about, are you in your ego self or are you in your true self? So, why should we talk about the ego in our true self? The ego has its place, it's very important, but out of balance and unchecked, it can cause a lot of havoc in your life. And that's why we're gonna talk about this today. We're gonna talk about what is the ego, we're gonna talk about the pros or the positive side of the ego, um, because we have it, so it has to be good for something. But then we're also gonna tackle the cons, and when it's unchecked, and we're gonna talk about the death of the ego, and some people also call it the dark night of the soul. You know, if you've never heard of it, don't worry about it, it's okay, we're gonna keep it very basic. Um, and then we're gonna talk about surrendering and when you're in your heart space, and your, or your true self, and what that looks like as well. Um, so, what is the ego? So, the ego is how you self identify how you define yourself Um, it is who you think you are who you believe you are um, based on titles or based on your talents and your abilities it is your view of yourself and oftentimes we we give ourselves these titles based on our own abilities and our on what we think we are in the world Anything else you want to add on the definition of ego?
1: Yeah, that, that just reminds me of something Dennis Kimbrough once said, how people actually see or identify themselves, which I think is purely from an ego uh, point of view. He states that poor people keep score with cars and clothes, uh, middle class people keep score with titles and degrees, and the rich keep score with their bank accounts. And uh, one day I was discussing this with one of my friends And he brought up another point He said, and spiritual people keep score with their service to humanity So, you know, you could kind of see that You know, the first three exactly were purely ego Because it's like you're not any of those things You know, you're, you're spirit So we'll, we'll touch on that later But that just kind of gives you kind of an ideal. How people tend to identify themselves with the physical things around them and even to the point where they identify with this spacesuit that we reside in. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll dig a little bit deeper on that in a little bit.
0: Okay and the other thing I want to add as far as definition of the ego it has a lot to do with the logic mind space okay. Um, So the the brain the mind has a is ego and so if you're in your ego then that means you're not in your true self which is your heart self your heart space your spirit self okay So I just kind of want to um, really distinguish that. And also, this whole podcast is about aligning our hearts with our minds. So it is aligning our thoughts, our brain, our logic with our heart, our soul, our spirit, our inner everything. So that's one big distinction I wanted to make as far as the ego. It has a lot to do with the logic and the mind space. Logic is... A plus B must equal C. I mean, I'm not doing this because this doesn't make any sense. I mean, you know, that's all ego. If, if this doesn't make sense, I can't do it. That's all ego. And the heart space is miracles. like, whoa, I just, something crazy, coincidences, synchronicities. And we all know that there's no such thing as coincidences.
1: A wise man once said that the greatest journey is from the mind to the heart. You know, Absolutely. A lot of people think that, you know, journeying around the world. So there, there's a saying It said that man would attempt to conquer outer space before he conquers himself. So, you know, we have to have those heart talks with ourselves.
0: Yes. All righty, so let's get into the pros of the ego. So we have an ego, right? That, I mean, so there must be a reason why we have an ego. The ego is needed for survival, okay? The ego also promotes in self-love. And what that looks like is the ego is our biggest cheerleader. The ego is saying, you go, girl, you could do that. You could develop that skill. You could start that podcast. You could, you know, date that guy. You could, that's, that's self-love. That's self-promotion. Um, the ego helps us accomplish our dreams, accomplish the things that our heart desires. That is the ego. And that is great when it is in, in its proper order, when it is checked and it is balanced out.
1: Like, fight or flight. And a great example that I always think of is one of my heroes is Muhammad Ali, greatest boxer of all time. You know, Ali, you know, will come across to many as very egotistical, but he was a deeply rooted spiritual man at the same time. So, you know, he could back up everything that he taught, but you got to think playing in a solo warrior type sport like that, he has to really believe in himself and kind of self promote, you know, like Mayweather today or say Deion Sanders playing football, you know, these guys have to have an ego. But then you have to know when to shut it off. Some guys don't know when to shut it off. But, it,
0: or balance uh, it. Like yeah. you know, you, you have to really know how to balance it. Um so let's jump into the cons and the negative side of the ego and I think we'll be able to really make that comparison to kinda So you guys will have a visual of what that looks like. So the cons of the ego. So like we said, the ego, when you're in your ego, you're very much in your mind. You're very much in your logic. This heart space is pretty much closed. You're not really operating in that heart space. So one, um, you're not vulnerable.
1: Two, you're not vulnerable. (laughs) And I
0: think. And three, you're you're not not vulnerable. You're not open. You're not your true self. You're not your authentic self because you're putting something up to define yourself because that's what you think. And the ego is so tricky because sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. It's so tricky. Like most people think that the ego is the super inflated person who is constantly bragging on themselves, constantly talking about, you know, everything they have, all the material possessions, but it's not. The ego is very, very tricky. It it can be very subtle and we all have to, we all have to watch that.
1: It's very fear based.
0: It's very fear based. Um, the other thing about the ego, it causes separation and division, okay? The ego says that one thing is lesser and one thing is greater. One thing is right, one thing is wrong. One thing is, um... Oh,
1: another one's down. <laughs> yeah. It's just polar opposites. Yeah,
0: it just it just causes separation. Um, I'm better than you. And, you know, and, and it's not because in the heart space, we're all one. We're all one. We're all spiritual beings having a physical experience called life. And so when you're in that heart space, you realize that we are all one. So we're not separating, we're not causing division. Um, the ego says that my political party is better than your political party. Marty. Religion religion, Race race. Yes, the ego is all separation, division, comparison Um, That's all ego The negative sides of the ego The other thing, it holds on to the past It worries about the future Therefore, you're not in the present moment Your heart space is in the present moment Every single time of each moment
1: and, you know they say that the the ego is silence when it becomes present like for example when you have children you know you love your children unconditionally so it's like you're present you know so whatever happened in the past does not matter what happens in the future doesn't matter whatever this child does you're gonna still love them unconditionally it You may not like some of the things they do or whatever, but you'll never stop loving them So, you know the whole thing of unconditional love, you know, even in relationships is the same way It's like when you get to that level you know, the past and the future really doesn't matter. You're more present.
0: Yeah. The ego, like in a relationship, the ego may say, I'm not going to show my cards. You know, I'm not going to let this person really, really know how I truly, truly feel about them. Because you want that upper hand when in actuality is all rooted in fear. Um, And that's the ego. The ego is often rooted in fear. And I always try to check, keep myself in check by saying, am I making this decision out of fear or am I making it out of love? So remember, if the ego is rooted in fear, that's what you're making your decision out of. So a good way, you know, if you're trying to make a decision, hey, am I, am I looking at this because I'm scared and there's some type of issue that is drawing me more to fear or am I truly open and my heart is wide open and I'm making this out of
1: love. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, like there's there's a contrast to each one on the ego and the love side. Mm-hmm. So ego is on the fear side. Love is on the,
0: on the, the soul side. side the the side. soul and spirit side. So you yeah. have
1: like, so say someone who plays games on the other side is like looking at for a win-win for everybody and having integrity.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So the other negative part about the ego is it wants to control situations and outcomes. Okay, that's your ego. When you want to control something, and sometimes you don't really know you're doing it. Like um, you may want, you know, something to work out a certain way. So you may manipulate the situation. You may, you know, do something for somebody to do something else. That's all control because you're trying to manipulate this situation. You're trying to control the outcome. The heart space is surrendered. It is whatever happens in this situation happens because I know that this is all working out for my higher good. And this is all already written out. So you're surrendered to the outcome. Um, you're not trying to control it. You're not trying to control and that can present in so many different ways. Uh, you know, you just, you'd be surprised that the littlest thing you're controlling it. You're not, you're not surrender. You're not surrender to the outcome of that. So you, you know, that's, that's a good, good, another good indication of being in the ego is, is trying to control the situation
1: instead of controlling, it should be more freeing. Like, in, like they say in relationships, you should love in a way that the other person feels free.
0: Exactly. The other thing, when you're in the ego, the ego needs lots of attention, lots of validation, okay? So the ego needs all of this because it is identifying with everything outside of itself. The heart space is everything internal. The soul, the spirit, those inner heart desires, those things that make you go, mm, yes, this is it. That's your heart space. Um, when you're not in that space, it's all ego, and you're using and you're trying to get validation from everything outside. So you may be doing something great, but because you're not going inside and getting that that, uh, clarification that you need internally from your higher self, you're needing it from other people. You're needing it from your friends. You're needing it from your kids. You're needing it from your boss. And then you're doing all these things just for the validation and attention of other people. And at the end of the day, they still can't give it to you because you have to give it to yourself. You got to get it from your higher self.
1: And you see it play out every day on social media. You see... You know, the people who post a thousand pictures of themselves instead of, you know, and like the whole thing is like you go from an I-me thing to a us-we thing, you know, whether it's your family or society or the world as a whole. It's like, you know, it's like when you, it, it's like when it's all about you, it's wrong. So if your vision only includes yourself, like they say, it's not big enough.
0: yeah. Um, the ego is very self-serving. The ego is, what do I get out of this? What? How is this going to benefit me? What about me? What me, I, me, me, I? <laughs> That's the ego. Very, very self-serving. So, um, yeah, I mean, we could, we see it all over. You, you could, it's, it's everywhere. You could see ego, but again, you know it could be very subtle too. Because I think a lot of people think that the ego is, you know, that real boastful person that just really is all into themselves. But some things we we could also be doing that we don't realize is our ego. Um, you know, competition for a particular woman or, or guy, and you know that that guy is trying, you know, have some options, or even that woman has some options. And you're trying to manipulate that outcome that's your ego buddy or sister (laughs) that's your ego that's your ego because the heart space just says this is me this is what I am this is who I am this is it
1: you know and I was thinking about something I think we discussed the other day about you know God blesses all of us with different gifts and you're blessed with those gifts not so you could be egotistical and say, look at me and stand up on top of the mountain and beat your chest, but you're given these gifts to be a blessing to other people Mm
0: -hmm. and to the world. Yep. So those are the very negative parts of the ego. And like I said, um, with this being out of balance, super inflated, this can cause a lot of issues, for your own life, and not only that, but the people you're connected to, Um, because if you're self-serving and you're in your ego self, whoever you're dealing with is probably taking the the blunt of that, you know? And um, it could be very hurtful. People give a lot of themselves daily, and so if you're constantly in your ego, remember, you're taken away from someone else, too. All right, so I mentioned earlier Ego death, or what we call um, dark night of the soul. So this is a process where the ego dies. And I, I say that lightly because we know that the ego cannot die. But it is where the ego is completely in check and you're driving. So your heart space is driving. Your higher self, your spirit-led self is driving your life. And you're using your ego um, in places where it should be. is balanced out. Um, so the ego death, and like I said, some people call it the dark night of the soul, is a process. It could be anywhere from one day to one year, to two years. Um, and it could look very scary for some people because the ego death is really the death of the identity that you feel that was you. So it is really a dismantle of beliefs and you know things that you defined yourself as. Um, and a, sometimes all of this is very unconscious. You're doing a lot of things unconscious. Um, and it's also sometimes it's a part of a spiritual awakening Um, so you could be going through that you could be like really seeing things for what it truly is and that is because now the ego is suppressed the ego is not driving your life the ego is not telling you who you are you're actually your spirit is evolving your spirit is now driving and so that's really the death of the ego, our our dark night of the soul, and, you know, it gets deep, but the main thing about that is that It could be very emotional. It could be very scary. It could be almost... You know, you can go into depression. You can go into a lot of different emotions because a lot of things that were suppressed down, that the ego suppressed. Because remember, the ego is about survival. The ego suppresses things for your survival. So when that ego is now gone and it's suppressed, the spirit comes up. But the spirit is going to bring up all those things that were suppressed for so long for healing. So it could bring up a lot of things all the way back from childhood you know just all the way back so that's why that process is different for different people but um, what I believe is that when you go towards this death of the ego you'll go through that process quicker versus running away from it because when the ego is is suppressing and it's dying it's going to fight it's going to fight to stay alive it's going to fight to keep everything normal it's going to fight to you know protect what you think you are but if you surrender and you and you go towards love and everything that you're experiencing everything that people are telling you everything that you're seeing you know all the beliefs and things are dismantling around you even what we're seeing you know on a uh it's
1: really playing out right now on What's a
0: that? national basis we're, we're really seeing the dismantling of a lot of things so if you stay in your heart space which is opposite of the ego that will continue to rise that love and that heart and all that stuff will continue to rise
1: and that's why they say that we're going through this great awakening period because it's a process of unlearning and relearning because, you know, we've been in a matrix for the most part because we've been given a, a standard way of life based upon control. It was based upon, you know, people who dictated control, you know and depending upon which civilization it was, it either with the church or the government, you know, or what have you. But, you know, people tend to see the world based upon what they believe. You, you, you see things based upon your beliefs. So it's like if you want to change what you see, you have to change what you believe. And like she was saying, it is those changes you know like right now you have a lot of people that are going through this cognitive dissonance thing like when all the facts and all the information is readily available and it's right there in your face plain and simple but you refuse to accept it for what it is you know and even those people who do accept it there's a struggle because you're like you mean I spent all my years of my life reading this and thinking this was true or whatever only to find out that it's not true and some of us because of our titles our degrees and all these things we hold near and dear to our heart we do not want to feel that we were played but you know at the end of the day the truth is the truth because it's true Mm -hmm. you know not because who says it or or what group says it or what party or whatever it's like you know if we continue on the path that we're going, we're gonna go where it's leading and it's not leading us to a good place right now. So, you know, there, there is a great awakening. We must return whether it's, you know, based upon your religious philosophy or, you know, the laws of nature or whatever, we have gotten so far off the path of what we were sent here to this earth to do as human beings. You know, if you if you say you believe in a God, a higher power, or whatever it is you say you believe in, that meant that you were created for a purpose. Like, if you created a product, if a manufacturer creates a product, they create that product to do something. You know, it's created to accomplish a goal and have the capability of doing something. And you're going to say the greatest manufacturer in the world created us, and we had no purpose. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, and we know we know what that is, but we struggle with it. So the dark night of the soul is once you figure this thing out and you realize that hey, there are some things that I need to change about myself. There's some things we all need to change about this world. And then that's when the struggle occurs because it's like now, you know, on Friday night is like do I, do I go out get lit and turn up? Or do I go read this book and go find other people who are trying to self-develop, you know, spiritually, consciously, or, or what have you to help make a difference to change this world? Because it is not gonna change until we make a change. And the ego has to be suppressed and used properly if we're gonna get ourselves out of this. Yep. Um, and the
0: only thing I wanted to add was You know, when you're going through, you know, all, whatever it is that you may be going through, uh, if you experience death of the ego or dark night of the soul, um, this is where you have to go within. You really can't take any of this to anybody else because that's just your ego, again, saying, oh, go run and tell Susie, oh, go run and tell, you know, Sarah, everything that's happening because you it's all within you have to go within you have to break through and get to the other side of it um so just stay in love stay in the heart space if you ever experienced dark night of the soul uh death of the ego um sometimes it's very subtle sometimes it's just you're in this very mellow you know mild depressive Thing and you don't know what's going on with you you, you know so i'm just kind of trying to give everyone a few examples of what it could look like and like i said it could be from one day to one year to two years everybody's different it depends on how fast you decide to attack and get to the other side and, and let your true self shine out so
1: yeah and it, and it hits you in so many different facets of life because it, it could even be something as simple as a diet like you grew up in a family. You guys were used to eating pork or used to eating That's a great example on Thursday, and then now all of a sudden you're telling me that I got to have the more of a plant-based diet. You know that I could just get just as much protein from different plants versus eating these animals. Uh, as far as relationships with friends, loved one, even family, you'll find yourself it becomes intolerable sometimes to carry these mundane conversations. And not have conversations that's trying to, you know, make us all better and to to try to to build on something that's better, right? So that's where the frustration and the darkness and the anguish comes from, because you have to make some very deep, hard, almost cold-type decisions, because you know the world is changing, the energy on the planet's changing. It gets kind of deep because they don't teach it in school. They don't teach it in your religion. It's Mm -hmm. like it's something you have to find for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you, you see the movie, most of these movies out here are based upon facts and truth. So when Morpheus tells Neo, he offers him the choice of the red or the green pill. The red pill, you know, I'll take you down this rabbit hole and show you how deep it goes. The green pill, you could just go ahead and stay in La La Land and wake up and go do whatever. But he told him when you look out the window, he said the matrix is all around you. It's 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 in your church, it's at your job, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 tied up in everything. It mm-hmm. says that you're a slave. Mm-hmm. We are all mental slaves mm-hmm. to a system. You sit there and you watch television all day. Do you think these people will spend millions of dollars for commercials if they did not work? These things work. Just look at the Super Bowl. So, you know, when you think that you have your own thoughts, they may not be your own thoughts. You may be manipulated. Like somebody else's ego is manipulating you. And then in turn, we take it in by not having knowledge of self and identifying with our higher self. And we turn around and we manipulate others. So the game just keeps perpetuating itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And so the final step, you know, once you kind of have ego death, then you are completely in the heart space. Um, The one thing I did want to mention uh, is that... When you're in the ego, you're really operating in your lower chakras. I won't go into any detail with that, but your lower chakras. Until your heart space is wide open, then you can operate in your higher chakras, uh, which, you know, the third eye and then the crown chakra. And then really, really tapping into um, the divine source and stuff like that. So... The heart space, you're completely surrendered. You're moving completely in love. Um, you realize that we are not separate. You know, there is no comparison. There really is no right or wrong. We try to do away with duality. And we're all one. We're all united. We're all here. We're all this thing. We're all a part of this earth. And we're all spirits having a physical experience called life. And that is it in a nutshell.
1: And even to take it to something that you could kind of make it even make more sense. We are like cells. Each and every one of us are like cells within a body. Mm -hmm. You know, within the church, they will say part of the body of Christ. So it's like we are all just cells within this body trying to make it work. And we are interdependent upon each other no matter How much you know we want to deny that so like someone who's racist or sexist or or what have you most of these things are because we feel that we are disconnected from our source whether we even logically or or have a higher consciousness of it we feel separated from everything whereas when you start digging deeper, you go through the dark night of the soul, and you understand that, you know, what you do to other people, you're pretty much doing it to yourself, because we're we're all all connected together.
0: Mm -hmm. That's why in previous podcasts, we said, you know, really, you know, whatever you say and do onto another, you're doing and saying to yourself. So watch your actions, watch your words, because we truly are all one. Um, Was there any... Yeah, and just
1: one more thing on that. We're just microcosms of the macrocosm, and I think we've mentioned this several times. We're all times.
0: one so, drop in the whole ocean, right? Right.
1: If you're We're just, all a part of the drop same of ocean. drop of water in the ocean. You could take that drop of water or go get a cup of it out of the ocean. It's still ocean water. We're still connected to that greater body and to the source. You could take it home, freeze it. You could do whatever, eventually it evaporates, turns to steam, goes back up to the clouds, rains go back to the ocean. No different than our soul, it's all about energy. And through energy, we are connected to each other and everything, not only on this earth, but in the universe.
0: That's right. So guys, that is ego self versus your higher self or your spirit self or your soul self or your true authentic self. However you want to say it. Um, if you're in the ego, you're not in your true self. And that's pretty much everything. Um, this has been another episode of matters of the heart and soul podcast. This is where we align our hearts with our minds. This is where we align our ego with our spirit. Um, And so we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is inspired by love, God, relationships, spirituality, justice, culture, uh, freedom, spiritual growth, energy and vibrations, masculine, feminine, um, music and all things of the heart and soul. We appreciate you guys. Please like, subscribe and share our podcast. We appreciate that so much. And we will catch you guys later. Peace, love, and light.